Hi, this is Jen of JenniferThayerKnight.com. As we journey through the Bible, one theme keeps coming up, not to create an idol or put anything before God. Here we will look at the idols we create and how we can remove them from our lives. If you would like to read the Bible along with me, use the link in the show notes. Enjoy this week's post, What is an Idol? What is an idol? According to Merriam-Webster, it means an object of extreme devotion or a representation or symbol of an object of worship, a false god. In a spiritual sense, an idol is anything that we would put before God. When we think of idols, your first thought might go to the golden calf mentioned in Exodus 32.1, or you might think of the Buddha you see at your Chinese restaurant. These are physical, tangible things we know we should not worship. In junior high, my oldest daughter had a friend who was distraught over losing a necklace. We all get upset about losing precious items, but this girl seemed more upset than normal. When my daughter inquired about why she was so upset, she said she was Hindu and the necklace represented her God. She believed bad things would happen to her because she lost it. What about the gods that we create? What about our children, spouses, pastors, jobs, TV, pets, and so much more? Have you ever considered them as idols or false gods? Anything that comes between you and God is an idol. In my case, many of these have been an idol at one time or another. When Sam and I initially got engaged, he told me that God would always come first, then me, then the church. I wanted the top position in his life. He then continued to say, to be a good husband, I have to keep God first, and it all began to make sense after that. The closer I draw to God, the more I see what I allow to get in the way of my relationship with Him. When I recognize this, it's usually because I'm wondering where God is. I feel alone and forgotten, and then I realize I slipped away from Him. As a mom, it's easy to idolize our kids. We want them to succeed at everything and become the next great fill-in-the-blank. We get so focused on our desires for them, and they are good desires, but are they God's desire? It is hard to take a step back and say, Lord, how can I help them grow into what you choose from them? As I mentioned in the post, Prophecy Today, you can read that in the show notes. I wanted nothing more than for God to give me a special calling. He had given my husband a calling to be a pastor. Certainly, I would have something just as profound. You can read how that went through that link. Instead of allowing my focus to be on how God wanted to use me in the present, I had focused on how I, too, would have a call. We also like to idolize our pastors and mentors. One of my biggest pet peeves is when someone wants to argue a biblical point and they say, Well, my pastor said... I want to hear how God spoke to you. How did you come across this conviction through reading the word? Pastors can say powerful things, and I'm not saying to never quote what they say. I have just met too many people that rely heavily on what the pastor said and don't read the Bible for themselves. They place their pastor on a tall pedestal, devouring every word they say and not what God would say. The problem with putting people on pedestals is the higher the pedestal, 
the further we set them up to fall. I had a friend that I idolized. I felt like the only time I was close to God was when I was around her, which meant I always wanted to be around her. Like I mentioned in the post reflecting Jesus, you can also find that link in the show notes, this lady radiated Jesus. Well, life does not always go as planned, and she ended up divorced and moved away. I heard a biased side of the story, and it left me hurt. In my eyes, she had fallen and fallen far. It took a long time for me to heal and to realize how human she was, and I should have never gone to her to feel close to God, but I should have gone to God. Over 30 times from Exodus to Deuteronomy, God says not to create idols or worship other gods. The first of the Ten Commandments in Deuteronomy 5-7 of the NIV says, You shall have no other gods before me. As the Israelites move towards the promised land, the first thing God tells them to do is destroy all the idols. Deuteronomy 12-3 of the NIV says, Break down their altars, smash their sacred stones, and burn their Asherah poles in the fire. Cut down the idols of their gods and wipe out their names from those places. So how do you know if you've created an idol? To do this, I look at my life and see where my money goes and where I spend my time. We put our hard-earned cash on the things we love. If you look at your account... Are you finding payments on things that bring others up or build up the kingdom or helps others? Or do you find money spent specifically on clothes, shoes, really nice purses and gadgets we desire? Yes, we need some of these items, but there has to be a balance. Take a peek at your calendar. Do you see areas where you spend time in worship and to grow in your faith? Do you have any time for yourself to pray or to read the Bible? I believe you can pray anywhere at any time, and you can listen to your Bible or podcast when you're on the move. And these are fabulous. But there is something to be said for a time set apart for just you and God to see where he leads. And always ask God. This is a hard question to ask because you need to be ready for any answer. Ask God to reveal to you where you might be putting something ahead of him. He will show you. There are often hidden things we allow to get in the way as well. I have spent a lot of time reading my Bible and studying lately to prepare for this blog and videos for the group who are reading the Bible with me. Yes, it brings me closer to God, but I must be careful to not only be with God to prepare for others, but to spend time as well just he and I. The very first idol. We live in a world where the enemy roams and wants nothing more than to get us off track and focus on other things and not on our relationship with God. As early as the Garden of Eden, the enemy created an idol out of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Adam and Eve did not desire to eat from it until the enemy began enticing them with the fruit. The enemy's tactic was to distract them from obeying God. Can you look back over your life and see where this tactic has been used on you? Remember, God is much bigger and desires for us to be in communion with him. If we ask for him to help us realign with his purpose, 
he most certainly will. Let us pray. Lord, thank you that you want to have a close relationship with each of us. Help us to see areas of our life where we are allowing other things to get in the way of our serving you best. We want to align with your greater plan. As you led the Israelites through the wilderness as a pillar of cloud and fire, guide us straight to you. In Jesus' holy name, amen.